This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in your mind that we're not and never claim to be doctors. No. Just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Help! Let's help them. Let's help them. Let's help them. Let's welcome our guest. Let's get to it. The weight room, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa Luna. Yay! Hey guys! Wow! You know her. We went real hot on that for you, and then you came in real soft. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you made a fool of us. You exposed us to be the buffoons that we are. Uh, one half of the comedy duo, Aaron and Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, podcast group text. Uh-huh. Correct. Yeah. yeah. On all things podcasts. And then you got a blog out there. She got jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah I do. Flowing around. Yeah. So oh, please. Wow. She got jokes. She got jokes. I do have jokes. Yeah. So you would you would know we our listeners would know your comedy partner, Aaron McGowan, from the, uh, the last episode. Uh, two episodes ago. Two episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Like a raging success. She's just been like blowing up it's, on the internet. Has she? Is this a big internet week for her? Or it has life? been. I wish I was joking, but she really like people joined the gym. People have been tweeting at her. She's oh, like. Oh, no. Yeah. A lot of good feedback from Aaron's yeah. episode. Yeah. She, yeah. So you got a lot to live up to. <laughs> <sighs> well, you're more. We talked about this with Aaron. You're more OG to Go Tribe, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. than she is. Yeah. So, yeah, she wouldn't like, give herself the OG she wouldn't label. Give we the had OG, to, I mean, she was, you know, she was also not a great person to have on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she was pretty rude let's be about out, let's everything. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Everything she was talking about was kind of, um, you know, struck a, cup, a couple of nerves with a lot of people. Yeah, she um, borrowed $900 from me. Yeah, it, it was no, weird. No, oh. no payback. It was, no. we had to, I, I paused, the only time I ever have paused the podcast <laughs> Was to see her grab Stanger's wallet, and we were just like, "What are you doing?" Yes, I don't know if you know this. Stanger easily quick fifteen hundred dollars in his wallet. Yeah, at all yeah. times. he carried around. It's my wham, my walking around money. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and she just like she took the wallet and then just took what she needed from it. You yeah. know what? But we have pool floats for days now, so thank you. Oh. Right. Two oh. pizzas, one swan, one inner tube. <laughs> are those you? You do you purchase pool floats for everybody that lives in the? Um, in the complex, or are you just you guys bring them back into your house? Yeah, they're in our house blocking a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of friends, and we are you know now we're both aunts and you know have lots of friends with babies. Sure, the coolest the the way right to people's hearts pool floats is what we've discovered. Yeah, pool floats, and yeah. we're talking what is it? Pizzas? Two pizzas, one swan, one uh, see through inner tube. Nice. Is and it, the, the are they pink full? donut is out now. That was last season. Yeah, right? yeah, pink donuts were. Yeah. I'm trying to get the lobster. I think I'm, I want to upgrade to the lobster. Yeah, okay. I like the swan. Yeah, swan I, like I see the, around. Swan is classic, but like new classic. Yeah, and functional. Yeah, seems yeah. like you can get comfortable on that. Swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really, you can really straddle that swan. <laughs> yeah. Pizza is it a full pizza or a slice? Slice of pizza. Oh, pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, two pepperoni pizzas. Huh, I wonder if you can get a supreme slice <laughs> <laughs> and like have little niblets of of meats. What, um, Melissa? Do you? Th- ever have cold pizza or do you always have to heat it up? <laughs> this Ugh. is a point of contention. On I can't show. do, I don't think I can do cold pizza. Wow. I think I have to do, if, if God, you're going to have it, f- I want to treat myself. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Do you heat it up in the oven or you just throw it in the microwave? I'll do it in the microwave, but light. Like I'd rather do a couple of 15 second bursts than one 
minute long. Right. Just and then you just have a hot, soft crust. Yeah. 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 God, that wet paper that's, towel. All right, all right. Oh yeah, steam it. You're steaming your peats. See, we're we're breezing past this, but Eugene is a heat up his leftover pizza guy too. Yeah, I didn't want to bring attention to the fact that. <laughs> I thought for we're, sure the we're guests. at the majority right now. The minorities <laughs> are the majority right now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> old man whitey's yeah, wrong again. Old man again. whitey and his cold pizza. Yeah. The villain. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, because I feel, but you know it's like a common thing. Cold pizza is like a common thing. Yeah. God, yeah I yeah. thought for sure I would have some numbers on that. Here's I think a, Quincy's a cold pizza guy. Quincy's a, a frozen strawberry guy as of <laughs> this moment. Yeah. Uh, you might hear him throughout the, the beginning of this podcast, but he's pretty content. Yeah. Uh, we have, yeah, we have two guests. Yeah. He's we have the, Melissa and we have Quincy Cordero. Yeah. Melissa, uh, Melissa said he was our studio audience. Yeah. He's into the show. He is a little bit into the show. He's really into that strawberry. <laughs> Strawberries. It's like second day into strawberries. Oh yeah. I don't like to do anything that doesn't involve puppies or babies. So <laughs> yeah. I work best with like little things that are new to the earth. Yeah, it was strange. Um, he should be napping, but Melissa said she'd only do the podcast <laughs> yeah. if he was awake. Yeah. So I'm keeping him up. This might be trouble for us as a family yeah. later, but, you know, it's I'm worth it for it. the podcast. Yeah. That's child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Melissa, uh, take us through uh, you, this. So this podcast is basically we get to talk to you about um, everything for health and fitness. Uh, totally. If you need or like us to... You know, um, help with anything great. If you just want to kind of talk about, you know, your um, strengths and weaknesses and everything that you love and dislike about fitness, we can also just kind of be the bouncing board, not bouncing board. sounding board, sounding bouncing board. I'll bounce some things off the sound soundboard. Board. Yes, yes, yes. Bounce, bounce some things some off the sound sounding board. board or sound some things off the bounce board. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's you can win that one. You yeah. can have that one. All right. Let's trampoline some notes. Um, and uh, yeah, so, uh, but we usually start with like your um, your past with fitness or like your, like, uh, did you play sports growing up? So on and so forth. Yeah. When did you, we, and when did you come into exercise? When yeah. Did, yeah. So I have like a Hispanic dad who has like run and played soccer his entire life. Okay. So okay. as a kid, I like gymnastics, dance, swimming uh-huh. and Taekwondo um, and a lot of things. But then I also, I don't, sorry, mom. I don't want, I have like a Hispanic dad and like a Southern mom. So I okay. have like a guy who likes to exercise and a lady who likes to have casseroles. Cook like Southern Classic yeah. Southern dishes. Where's yeah. your mama from? She's from Florida. She's from, and you grew up in Florida, yeah. right? Yeah. So half in Miami, so I call it North Cuba, and then half in what I call South Georgia. Okay. It's like wow. Right yeah. at the Florida Georgia line. Your dad's Cuban? He's Honduran. Honduran. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I'm a Ricky, I'm a I Love Lucy episode all in one body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, You're the. Your parents are, I love, uh, yeah. are Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, Wait, are they really? Or <laughs> no, they not. just have the same. Yeah. Okay. Same they, ethnic makeup. Yeah. There are some listeners that didn't know. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, spread that around that yeah. I'm a Lucille Ball descendant. Go yes. ahead. Um, but yeah, so as a kid, yes. And then, you know, you have siblings and you have a lot of, we moved. And so. How many siblings did you have? Two younger brothers. Okay. And that brother, I got into like film and video editing because my brother was a wrestler in high school. So my dad would make me edit 
oh. my brother's wrestling videos so he oh, could cool. watch Like them. to make highlights or just yeah, to, wow. to make like highlight, re- highlight real tempo music to them. And I was like. <laughs> for who? Wait, for who? <laughs> for my dad to watch. So you were ESPN for just your dad? <laughs> for just Jose. He still, I will still catch him watching them. But I. Oh, I, that's and, sweet though. Your dad didn't love the live coverage. So he's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, put yeah. together a package for me so I can make, the, you <laughs> yeah. know, I just want the highlights. I want a little music to it. Yeah. You know? Even yeah. the music. And so. <laughs> who so, picked the music? It was me. It was me. So I was like, oh, here's my one chance at artistic freedom. <laughs> um, so then I had like, I unintentionally had all these reels and I was able to submit to oh, video programs later gosh. on. So I was like, oh, well, I guess my brother isn't the worst. Um, but so my brother was- <laughs> Your reel was just all wrestling videos? <laughs> really oh my gosh. But it gosh. showed your proficiency in post. Yeah. And I was like, I'm an amazing editor. Like my timing is amazing. Um, but it ended there. Um, so my brother became the very athletic one and I was doing a lot more music stuff. Uh Um, and I'm also five feet tall. So there are things that like basketball was never going to be great for me, like long distance running. Like I just, and even swimming, which I love swimming, but I just don't have the length of body you need. Um, so it quickly became like, I definitely was affirmed in other areas and not in athletics. And Uh, so- Um, which is fine. I had athletic family members, but I was like, oh, I'm just not the athletic one. What about your other brother? Um, my baby brother, I would probably say, yeah, so probably not. He he is so exceptionally strong, but in the same way. It like, all went to the wrestler. Yeah. he's And he was like, tried to be a Navy SEAL. Like he's in the Navy. Got he it. like takes casual seven mile jogs. And uh-huh. I'm like, you're so terrible. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I had never really done anything, moved away from home um, for the first time, moved to Nashville after college. And then I was like, oh, the first time I was in charge of like my own eating. Yes. And then I was like, oh, I've just been surviving off of Minute Maid Lemonade for the past 12 years. <laughs> I was like, let's try it. Let's see what water tastes like and things like that. Well, what was what was the family like? What, how what was the family like nutrition like? Growing up. Yeah. Well, because my dad never has had to worry about diet, he can eat whatever he wants. Like, Is ma- he a slim Yeah. Guy. He's a slim guy. He will have caramel macchiatos with extra caramel and then has had his blood sugar tested and it's perfect. Like so he's- crazy. Yeah. That's why Hispanic people are going to be here long after a <laughs> meteor hits. We're going to be fine. Um, but- <laughs> Uh, but we grew up like in the era where like you went to ballet and then afterwards you went through like McDonald's drive through right, or totally. you did like swim meet and then you went to pizza hut. And there, so it was I, a reward. Say, I'm older than you, but this it's same. like there didn't, there didn't feel like there was any stigma around like fast food. It was just like, yeah, yeah. y'all go play soccer and then it's get a bunch of McDonald's. Like it's no big deal. It wasn't like we didn't do it all the time, but there was definitely no like, Ooh, what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it was also like at the peak of fast food also like was, you know, all of these new things, all of these new trends. So it was kind of exciting. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also mentioned like we used to make the concentration juice. Is that what you were talking about? The frozen? Yeah. The frozen where you get the cans and then you add the water to it and all that stuff. You pull that tab. Yeah. One (laughs) side pops off and you put that in a. I always just wanted to eat 
the, the concentration Man. too. And my mom's like, no way. And I was like, let me just get a spoon to this. <laughs> <laughs> but how intense. Pure, that be pure rocket fuel. Yeah. It's like you shooting through the glass. Right. Um, but yeah, everything was like for us. And I saw it as my parents now have gotten older because you know, like you're young. My parents were like 22 when I was born. So it's like young kids in the eighties with three kids who are now raising them. And so as they've gotten older and as they've like risen in like economical status, Uh even still now, my parents are like, we can go out They're Like we can go out to Applebee's or like, we can go out here. And we're like, we can't eat that. But in their brain, it's like, that's a cool thing we can do for you now. We can Uh, do it for every meal. If we want, you want to stop in Chick-fil-A and get a frozen something we can do it. And it's like, no, it's not about, can we do it? It's like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do it. Wow. That was something I always thought as a kid too. Like when I have money, I'm just going to get whatever candy I want. Yeah. I'm going to go to whatever restaurant yeah. I want. <laughs> My eat. kid now is like, he's so, it's so not a thing for him that like, he doesn't even care about restaurants that much. Really? And I was like, man, you're a lunatic. Like I was upset. <laughs> like all I ever wanted to do was go out to eat. Does he watch TV that much though? No, I know he, so, he, he watches, but I mean, it's, if he does, he picks it like off of right. Netflix. He's so not getting the commercials. Right. He's not yeah. getting like a lot of kids now are not getting those McDonald's commercials. Also McDonald's isn't offering like toys for every yeah. thing yeah. anymore. So it's like, they don't have that promotional. They time. don't. Yeah. He did one time say like, cause every once in a while this, like we're at a hotel or something, he just watches normal cartoons and we were walking around somewhere and he's like, do you know that? There's that uh, cereal that's chocolate, and there's a bird that's real crazy for it. And I was like, <laughs> cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? And he's like, yeah, I like that bird that's crazy about that chocolate cereal. <laughs> He'd seen it like one time, and it was a cartoon thing, so like he zeroed in on it, but he didn't quite get the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Right. But it was just oh, a weird man. like back, backwards way to get to it. He's real nuts about that chocolate cereal he wants to get his hands well, it's on. Cr- well, but they don't need to watch commercials nah. anymore, so it's nah. like... You're not going to see that. So, and also your kids in LA. So there's like so many options that are not fast food. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hey, Eugene and Ryan of the Dumbbells here. Snap, snap, dudes. What's up? Hey, snap, snap, dudes. Uh, SiriusXMRadio.com right now uh, slash headgum. What does that get you? You know what that's going to get you? That's going to get you two months free, no obligations, to all and everything that SiriusXM has to offer. What? That's SiriusXM.com slash HeadGum. And it's available for what? Pre-owned cars with inactive SiriusXM radios, right? Yeah. So you bought yourself a little Toyota Prius. That's oh, a 2016. looks great. Good gas mileage. You yeah. got that SiriusXM that's inactive. Treat yourself, guys. Right you now. Two months for free. SiriusXM.com slash HeadGum. You'll get all of these shows, uh, including... Uh, every premium channel, uh, but you'll get talk, entertainment, live sports, 24-7 comedy, breaking news, uh, and, and commercial-free music. Yeah, I like listening to Howard Stern on there. I like listening to the, the stand-up. And then, um, you know, we were talking about this earlier. We like the fact that they're picking the music. Yeah. Sometimes if you're controlling the music that you hear day in and day out, it's tedious. Yeah, this way you listen to Lithium, listen to Shade 4-5, you listen to Coffee House, you listen to Backspin, you listen to, um, you know, any kind of, there's there's one that's called The Joint, the which joint? is, um, yeah. you know, all the reggae fans out there. Yeah, so they're curating the music for you, so you get to see, hear stuff that you may not pick out for yourself, but that you love. But it's not just music. Like Stanger said, Howard Stern, Comedy Central's on there. Uh, news-wise and entertainment-wise, there's NPR all the way to uh, E!, 
Um, plus, you got sports. Yeah, dude. Sports. Literally every NFL game, every Major League Baseball game. So if you're in some place that doesn't get the coverage, you listen to it on SiriusXM. Listen to NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah. You I wonder if you can listen to SiriusXM in your NASCAR. Oh, you could for sure, yeah. man. PJ Jr. was doing that before he retired, right? You think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think absolutely. that's what got him in trouble. But, uh, <laughs> you know, this also, this uh, free two months yeah. from SiriusXM.com slash HeadGum uh, also includes free streaming online and on the lamp and the app. Yeah. So you can, uh, if you walk out of your car, you can keep it going on the app on your phone. So yeah. enjoy that. Sirius XM. Amazing happens here all the time with over 150 channels of commercial free music, plus sports, talk, comedy, entertainment, news, and more. It's time to start exploring. Snap, snap, dudes. Snap, snap, my dudes. Start exploring. Yeah. So, okay. So now you're in college, in college, Nashville, in college. I'm in Nashville and Aaron, my roommate had been working Never out. Heard of and her. so, yeah, she's a little known, little known nobody here in okay. LA. Okay. Um, okay. so I started going to the YMCA with her and that was like the first time I had ever had any sort of structure, but still no like food pairing necessarily with it. Gotcha. But even that dramatically changed. Cause I just wasn't like making fettuccine Alfredo for a family of five every night or right. <laughs> what's with you and Aaron? And fettuccine Alfredo. Did she too. say fettuccine Alfredo? She 100 percent said. Was it a big fettuccine? She talked about going to oh, yes. Olive Garden and ordering fettuccine Alfredo. This is how the cold thing came up, and then she <laughs> would get eat half of it and then eat the next half for breakfast cold. That's okay. That's her. She's a. She's a. Ours was like we made it at home. She Man. was like. Yeah, you were making it for a family. She's having garden parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was not yeah. at the Olive Garden. She was at Olive Garden. Yeah, you were. You're supplying for your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was working. Yeah. Oh, um, so <laughs> I started working out there, but I, I remember I started working out and did like a, um, I met with somebody there. They like weighed me, did my body fat, all that stuff. And then after four years I had been going every like four or five times a week and, and working out like pretty seriously, not like the casual, like 3.5 on the treadmill. And I did like some personal training before I left Nashville to come to LA and I weighed the exact same down to the 10th of a pound. And I was so discouraged when I moved here that like for the first year I didn't really do much of anything. Yeah, because you're thinking it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been working so hard. Yeah. 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 And I was like, did that person that weighed and measured, did, did they work there or were they just like a nice member of the gym? No, they worked there. (laughs) Yeah. It was just a man outside by my car who was like, lift your shirt up and I'll, I'll let me see what your body looks like and then I'll help you. Yeah. It's a gift I have. Um, yeah. So I, I did that and then I started running. I took a year and I was like, well, I hate running and I don't even know if I genuinely hate it cause I've never done it. And so I started running, I started doing couch to 5k and ended up loving it. And right. after I did that for a year, was that a website? Is it's that an a, app? It's have, an app. Yeah. Okay. And it's called couch to 5k and you basically, is it three days a week or um, yeah, I think just for people who are Kula, trying it. Yeah. Kula was telling us about that yeah. a while back. Yeah. Yeah. It'll give you three. You can do them again. If you're like, I feel like I'm still on week one. Yeah. Do week one seven times. doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so I work from home. So I had day times where I could run and not have to like take away from like my nighttime activities or like, right. I didn't have to get up at 6am to do it. So I was like, I'll just run in the middle of the day when nobody's home in the neighborhood. So I was running and then I did that for a year. And about that time this I was, was here in LA. Sorry. Yeah. 
This uh-huh. is in LA. So I started running. And then about that time, I was assisting a lady who worked at Go Tribe or who was working out at Go Tribe. Her, Chris and Cricket have been her trainer for her and her husband for years. Got it. So Go Tribe is, in case people are just tuning in, because oh, yeah. you may bring some folks uh, with you. Go Tribe is a gym that's in Los Angeles. And basically, what would you guys say? It's like a... Uh, it's focused It's focused small group training. Focused yeah. small group training. There's, uh, so there's gyms that are similar all over the place popping up now. Go yeah. Tribe happens to be a great one. Great one here in Aaron. Aaron goes there. Aaron from that we were talking about earlier. Eugene's going there now. Yeah. And Chris and Cricket are the founding trainer <laughs> yes. owners. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So she So was, that's your introduction to them. Yeah. And so that was like, it's not CrossFit. It's and not this is Orange while they Theory. were still, were they, at, were they already doing Go Tribe or were they still trainers at the- 24 hour? 24 hour. So- they worked with my bosses while they were at 24 hour. When Got it. I came to them, they were still renting a space in Toluca Lake. And so about two months in, they officially moved into their Toluca Lake location. Got it. So, so I was kind of new on where they've been uh-huh. since then. Um, so I had like, I taught a book club and so I met cricket there. And so I had like, I knew of her. How do you teach a book club? Um, <laughs> What do you do? You like you run did it? You, did you yeah. host it or you taught one? Well, I, I hosted it, but it also like we did activities and we did discussion groups and oh. things like that. And so you organized all of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing that and it was about. Well, you also taught everybody how to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. No, nobody could read. All yeah. adults, yeah. completely illiterate. All right. So that, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So we took them through the foundations, A, B. Kumon, right? Um, Kumon. <laughs> is that, is that, yeah. That's, that's your organization. I work for Leapfrog. Yeah, so. Leapfrog. Oh, cool. Um, is it called Kumon? Is that right? There's I a math so. one that's Kumon. Maybe they have it for reading too. I, there's 100% of Kumon that's like a- Is it pronounced Kumon? Yeah. Okay. K-U-M-O-N. K-U-M-O-N. I always looked at it and I- I thought that they're just telling kids like, come on, man. just <laughs> come on, come on, dude. Hey, come on, man. Just read it. Yeah. Come on, dude. Just do the math. Come on. You just do, do it. it. Come on. Yeah. Focus, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Focus. No, Tyler is always the worst. <laughs> Tyler's uh, the, he's the, he's the screw up. Yeah. Okay. So you're teaching this book club and you meet Cricket there. I meet Cricket there. What and book, so, what book did you meet her on? Um, it was a book called Artisan Soul. So it's about like mm. being create being creative and how that is a, that every person is creative. It's not like artists are creative and business people aren't. Right. And so how that, there is a lot of connectivity that happens when you can tap into your creativity as, as far as creating a whole person. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah. Would you recommend it? Yeah. I love it. I love that one. I also did Daring Greatly with them. Oh, you know what? I taught them Daring Greatly. I take it it back. I taught them Daring Greatly. So the Brene Brown book on vulnerability, which then Cricket taught to her whole staff. And then, so now all of her staff has gone through Daring Greatly training. Oh, wow. The vulnerability. Did she she do a TED talk that was popular Mm -hmm. too? But yeah, I've seen it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, It's great. Yeah. So, I couldn't relate. I'm not vulnerable at all. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. just no, no, no. a wall, stonewall yeah. stanger. Just, just stonewall stanger. Yeah, stonewall yeah. Stanger. Ryan stonewall stanger. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Of the Civil War yeah. legacy. Yeah. Um, so and I, I'm like a flower. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're crazy vulnerable. Yeah, man. All I do is pull off petals and you see more of. <laughs> just keep exposing yourself. Hey. Yeah. It's just how I am. 
Anyway, it's what? Yeah, so we were doing vulnerability, and that uh, that boss was like, hey, would you ever think about going to Go Tribe? I think she thought I was going to be so much more resistant. So she would do, like, these guerrilla attacks where she'd, like, walk by and be like, hey, have you ever thought about uh, going to Go Tribe? And I'd be like, yeah, I've thought about it. And then she would walk away and say nothing else for two days about it. And then come back and be like, would you do personal training or, like, small group training? And I was like, I don't know. I, either one, I guess. She was like, probably the small group training is really hard. And I was like... Okay, I guess personal training and then gone again. And then she came back and was like, Cricket said to call her. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. You're literally like, I will do Go Tribe. She's like, I oh, just walked away. Yeah. I just kept circling around huh. it. Me. You're like, yeah. She Bye. was like, play it cool, play it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set the clock for 48 hours. <laughs> so You're she's, biting. she's biting, she's biting, but yeah. let her swim. Let yeah, her yeah, swim. Yeah. Wearing cool. a, a t shirt that says, I'm in for Go Tribe. <laughs> yeah. 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 You've Ooh. already signed up. Yeah. yeah. I've been going there for a month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, just, hey, we're yeah. not saying anything. Nobody said anything. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No, Nobody cares if you go. We're just saying, like, what are the chances? We're just working things out. I'm next to you in class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm just, I'm just curious. Just yeah. stop. I'm just only here to ask you how Tyler's doing in Kumon <laughs> and uh, whether or not he's... Tyler, Tyler is, it's not worth the money, but his yeah. teacher says he needs it. Um, so I, I immediately was in and was like six days a week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And have been there at like 920, six days a week, every day since January, two Januarys ago. Wow. So. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're loving it. I do. I, I just like, I work as a freelance person in so many ways. And so there's no structure in my life. A lot of times there's no time to go to sleep, time to wake up, time to do anything if I don't want to. Right. And so having a person and that sounds great. That sounds like some people's dream life. Sure. But I was realizing that like my body and my brain was basically just an Uber to get my brain from meeting to meeting. Yeah. And I was like, tired and crying and having meltdowns and I'm not that vibe of a person at all. So having somebody who is like, I was explaining like the advocate on behalf of Melissa, who's going to be like, why didn't Melissa get eight hours? The way a boss is like, why didn't you finish this project? It was like the first time I had to think of myself of like, Oh, I didn't factor in time to eat factor in time to like think time to actually do the project that they asked me to do. And it was, I had to restructure everything and that was phenomenal for me. Great. You needed to hire a boss for yourself. Yeah. That's a tough boss yeah. that you didn't like, but you respected. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and like knew that there was consequences to not doing the work. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that's the whole thing. Like, especially when we're working out, people are like, well, eh, eh, there's no consequences other than me. Right. And it's a social thing or it's just like not as important as like, me getting my work done. It's like, no, that's going to help you get yeah. your quote unquote a- actual work. It's done. a shitty boss. You don't respect my boss. My boss sexually harassed me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to make sense of that. Yeah. You know, like I need the job of myself and I need the structure in the organization, but I mean, this guy's out of line. Yeah, it's yeah. all like, it's like back rubs, you know, where I'm just like, yeah. He like comes up and gives me the back rub. And you yeah. can't keep your hands off you. I can't you just my can't hands keep off your myself. Hands off yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're, um, and like, I'm like, I'm from a different time, you know? So it's yeah. like, I kind of forgive it, but I'm like, why, why am I forgiving this? Like, if yeah. I feel fucking uncomfortable, why always, am I forgiving he's it? He's always looking at you. Yeah. He's always he's staring at you. gotta tell at, HR. Yeah. Keep records. Okay. I mean, we'll I appreciate see. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Right, I mean, know. saying it out loud right now, you've kind of put, you know. Yeah, hey, well, yeah. I might ask you to edit this out and we yeah. all know that that yeah. won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Make a note of the time. Yeah. Make a note of the time. You've put a highlight on him and, you know. 
And he always listens. Yeah, of course. For the wrong reasons, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> he loves your voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, now go trap for about two years. And, and uh, what can you speak about as far as um, goals and results that you've had at that uh, gym? Yeah. Well, and we started talking about this briefly the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been going, so about December, I hit that like 30 pound, 15% body fat, uh, mark of loss, which is great. And like 56 inches cheered for you. I know. Thank you, Quincy. He knows how hard I've been working. He's my accountability partner. He gets my pal (laughs) fitness as Tony calls it. He's, he's my pal fitness. It's you, Quince. (laughs) Um, so I hit that mark um, about 58 inches, so almost like my entire body in height, I have lost off my body. Wow. In that's conference. Yeah. Congratulations. Great. Good yeah. job. Um, which is exciting, and it was like hard won. And so like Christmas, went home, like exercise for the first time. My aunt is a CrossFitter, so her her garage is basically a CrossFit box. Got so it. I was like, oh, well, I have no excuse not to like throw medicine balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, came home. And then for the past like seven months, I really haven't lost. I've lost inches still significantly. I've lost 22 inches since just from Christmas to now. Wow. In seven months. Yeah. Um, of those 58. So 22 were just in the seven month, but I wasn't losing as much body fat. I lost probably two to 5% body fat, but no pounds. Okay. And I was getting very frustrated. And so we were like changing up meal plans and like cricket will make a meal plan for me that's like balanced. And so I'll just eat that every day. And I have no problem with that. And she was mixing up my cardio and mixing it up with lifting. And then we'd still see nothing. It was like, literally we were trying everything and nothing was happening. You hit a wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I just went to like a a holistic doctor the other day who does like muscle testing. Yeah. She also does acupuncture. Did not have that done yet. Um, But I realized that I had my gallbladder taken out when I was in college. Okay. And when I had it taken out and my dad doesn't have it, my mom also doesn't have it anymore. um, The doctor basically was like, we don't really know what it does. It's fine. And so I've never thought about the fact that I don't have a gallbladder anymore. Yeah. You didn't think of it as a causality for anything. Exactly. It's just, you've just moved on from that. Yeah. And so in sitting down with Cricket and then sitting down with this doctor, she was like, the issue is that you need so much more fat in your diet um, in the process of losing weight than you have been getting. So like we had toned it so far back to see if that would help jumpstart. Yeah, of course. And so you're removing calories by omitting a significant portion of fat. Exactly. But what she was saying was you need more, but your body doesn't like accurately or doesn't successfully effectively. That's the word I was looking for effectively process it because you don't have a gallbladder. Oh shit. Yeah. So your body is just letting go of all this stuff and it's not breaking it down to a place where your body recognizes like, Oh fat, go get that. Wow. So I kind of hit a place where my body was like, we can't do anything else. Like I lost the sodium weight. I lost the, I'm stressed out weight. I lost the don't drink enough water weight. And then I made it to the place where this was like nutrition weight. Wow. And my body was like, we can't do anything with this. That's wild. Yeah. So what's the workaround? So as of like, this was Wednesday that I did this. And so it's Wednesday. So this is just brand new. So recent. She, so we started some enzymes that would help with like breaking things down. That helps you metabolize this fat. Yeah. The essential fat that you need. Exactly. So basically what she said is that your liver is making bile, but it'll make like a drop or two at a time. And then your gallbladder stores it. 
And so you eat, let's say, an avocado, and your body's like, oh, we need bile to help break this down. Your liver will give you a couple drops, but that's not enough. And that's where your gallbladder can be like, here, take a tablespoon. Okay. So I don't have the tablespoon. You don't have the reserve bile that gets stored in your gallbladder. Exactly. So that stuff is just going right through, and your body is not recognized. It's not broken down to a place where your body can recognize it. So if you're at home and you have no gallbladder and you had it taken out 10 years ago like me when your doctor was like, we don't know what it does. That's what it does. I think that's 90% of our listeners yeah. are that exact. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was telling a lady that goes to the gym with me and she was like, I had my gallbladder taken out about the same time I had these other injuries. I always assumed it was the other injuries. And now I'm starting to wonder if maybe this issue that I've been plateaued at has anything to do with my gallbladder. Cause she heard the same thing. Like, Oh, it doesn't, we don't know what it does. You're fine. Yeah. Well, that's that. It's like your tonsils or something where it's just like, Oh, there's some evolutionary purpose that this serves, but we don't know what it is anymore. Or you're like appendix, you know? Yeah. But that's interesting. I've, n- I've never heard of that before, but it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. This is in there for a reason. So now, it, I mean, is there anything that you can do dietarily? Like it doesn't matter how much fat you take in or can you take in more to, are you taking in more fat now? So right now we are on a very like, cause it's so early in, we're on like a very touch and go as far as like, I right now have a diet where it is higher in fat and I'm taking enzymes with every one of my large meals. Um, and then we'll see if we add something else in addition okay. with everything, um, just to help break it down. Um, but it's also kind of like, she's like, we're going to have to figure out what the balance is yeah. because most people who have no gallbladder will either like just shit fireworks or they will not shit at all. Right. And so she's like, if anything goes crazy, just like, let me know. Cause what was happening was I was on a high protein diet at one point and I, I love steak. And so I was having steak, but it was like entirely making my body stop. And I assumed it was because I just didn't do well with red meat. Yeah. And she was like, no, red meat just is higher in fat. Right. So So you have the saturated fat from the red meat. Yeah. So I was essentially unknowingly stopping my body and blaming it on this thing when it was actually probably just the fat. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yes, the workaround now is that we're doing more fat, but we're trying it with enzyme supplements to see if it'll help. Is there any, is there any difference between like the saturated animal fat versus polyunsaturated or monounsaturated, like vegetable fat or like fish? Like, could you take like fish oil, like, you know, like your omega threes and like the, you know, like the lip, like the EPA and DHA lipid profiles. Do you supplement those? Um, I haven't so far. Um, so this is like a really, we're on the fresh end. Right. Like, you're brand new to this. Yeah. Um, so like even on this diet, she has cleared me for all meats, but we're really only doing like turkey and chicken. Okay. Um, but, and even like right now I have developed some sensitivities just because of how I was eating and it not registering with my body. So like yeah. right now I'm not doing any nuts. She's like, normally somebody who needs fat, what? I'd give them nuts. So I'm doing seeds. What are you nuts? I know right now <laughs> I'm not nuts. Right now I have no nuts. You're doing like sunflower. Um, butter. Yeah, which, okay, so I was prepared for it to taste like garbage, and I found this one that is uh, quite honestly $50 million at Ralph's. I don't know <laughs> how they sell it. Wow, $50 million at Ralph's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was like $50 million at Home, Whole Foods, it's like, oh, that's whatever. Yeah, at Ralph's. That's, yeah. Like, yeah. that's like, <laughs> how much is that in Whole Foods dollars? Yeah. yeah the, that's like three times. It's in a glass case at Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was expecting to hate it, and this stuff is 
like crack cocaine to me. Really? <laughs> and I'm not normally like a binge eater, but it is it is only the fact that it is fifty million dollars at Ralph that I'm not constantly eating it. Wow. Yeah. So fortunately you have the uh like the price as a little bit of a muffler <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. slow you down on the consumption. Yeah. Um fifty million. You can get like it on a you can use the Ralph's card, one for fifty percent off. You get it for twenty five million. Yeah. Twenty five million is pretty is a pretty decent. It's, like it's starting to get doable. Yeah, yeah. and starting. it has crunch in it. So oh, does it? Is it have a little crunch in there? Yeah, that's probably where the twenty five mil goes to. Yeah, mm. is it the crunchy version of sunflower oil? Mm-hmm. They or got smooth butter? and cr- or smooth versus crunchy. Yeah, wow. in the crunchy they just put straight up sunflower seeds. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, because it's not that. Yeah. It's not that big anyway. So <laughs> they're so small, they're tough to break up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Guys. Why are you looking at me? Yeah. You got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I Do you know up. what a sunflower seed is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um they're like uh, avocados. Oh no. No? No, 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 no. Anyways. Close. Um yeah. man, that's that, that's it. Well, that's very interesting. So that's I mean, we talk about that a lot on the show, is just people experimenting seeking help and knowing what's going on. And if you're putting the time and the energy in and something's not happening, then it's, you know, you need to get some help and you need to figure out why. Yeah. And it's, it's good to hear. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it like reaffirms you, right? You know, like you're, I am on the right track. I am doing what I should be doing. And there's yeah. going to be, there's going to be something to it that I'll be able to do. That's going to help solve this mystery. You know, yeah. how'd you find this, um, holistic, uh, so I have a friend, um, I have several friends who go to her already for some other things. Okay. And so since then, Cricket, who's my trainer, also started going. And so I was like, well, you know, I, I, you know, you can never, it never hurts. Like I went to a chiropractor for the first time this year. Uh-huh. And even that was like, I just have never been a sick kid. I was never a sick kid, never a sick adult. And so I'm just always like, if it, if it's not falling off, I'm like probably fine. Right. Um, and so I've just got to the place of like uh, training where I needed more resources and more yeah. help. And I was getting to the place where I was so discouraged by things that felt like they were working for other people and not me that I was like, something has to be wrong. It can't be that like for the past 56 weeks, I've just been like too stressed out this week and birthday party next week. Right. Right. And it was really like... I was getting to the place where it was starting to affect me and I'm highly affected by stress. So like I can go up two pounds just from stress weight. And so I was like the stress of like going in and having to not think about the fact that this will probably do nothing. This isn't going to help. Nothing's like I can work out or I can run for an hour and it's not going to matter. Like that was starting to become to render my workouts worthless. Oof. And that suck where I'm like that too, where I'll put on a little weight with stress and then you'll hear stories about like, they are so stressed. They're dropping all this weight. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? What a treat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, you hear all the stories of like, oh yeah, all they did was this for a couple of weeks, right. like not months, but yeah. like a couple of weeks because yeah. they're just like predetermined to, you know, whatever. Lose. Yeah. yeah. Weight. Um, cool. So, so you, you mentioned that you're not, uh, you're not, you don't, you won't binge eat. Where do you, where do you have challenges with nutrition or do you, um, you follow like cricket will write up a program. You follow it pretty close. That's easy for you. Or do you get tempted by stuff? Um, I mean, I'm a, a live human. So 
Wait a minute. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait. Uh, Time out. People told us you were a Hispanic robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight from Apple. Right. <laughs> yeah. Te- teaching book clubs. Yeah. 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 Multiple book clubs. I mentioned two books. <laughs> um, yeah. I think my, <laughs> my issues are that like I... I like to think that I never have to rest. I'm never tired. I can go, go, go. So I will get myself in trouble in the fact that like, like any person I will be exhausted. And then I'm also 31. So like where I was in college and I could like take an hour nap on the weekend and catch up. I can't like, if I go nuts and like stay up till four o'clock in the morning, it's like a two week (laughs) process of like, like self soothing and training. I'm like Quincy in the other room. I'm crying and nobody there to bring me frozen strawberries. All right. All right. (laughs) I'm not neglecting him. He's just going down for his nap and he had a little sugar. You sleep training. That's what I sound like. Um, I'm the same. Like you, you shoot something all night or whatever. And it's like, for like a month after, like I, I am like horse shit. People are like, you, do you have full blown AIDS? Because you look like you're on your deathbed. I don't know if people are saying that to you, but people are asking me if I have full blown AIDS. Yeah. Not even, not even HIV, not even half AIDS, full, full blown, full blown. Yeah. Yeah. Helper T cells. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. right, Okay. Yeah. So I can get myself in trouble in that. I always, it's easy for me to be like, they, or like this, I should be able to do that too. Yeah, so it yeah. should gets me in trouble. Cause I'm like, I should, but it's like, everybody's if it, different. If it takes you a freaking month. It takes you a month and you can beat yourself up all day about like how you should be doing, or you can just like take a nap every day for two hours, which I love, love yeah. two hour naps. Do you take naps? I'm a strong napper. I love it. I wake up happy. I wake up ready to do more things. When do, is there a time of day that you? Anytime I will take a nap. You'll I'm just be like, I'm ready to go down. <laughs> I'll wake <laughs> up. Go down for two hours. I'll wake up, go to the gym, come home and be like, I could take a nap right now. Take a nap. Wow. And that doesn't affect your nighttime sleep? Still could sleep eight or nine hours at nighttime. That's amazing. That's pretty great. I, if I, if it, I, I can. And if I do, then I just can't sleep at night. Yeah. Anytime I take a nap, I feel like I've, um, I'm like off. Like, I'm like, what day is it? I don't know why I'm so discombobulated. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. And every time I get in there, I'm like, I've had two hours. I could go. I could keep going. That's great. I could do this. Yeah. Eugene's like one time, uh, Eugene took a nap and then I found him and he was jogging around in a sauna suit, like uh, Martin Lawrence. (laughs) Martin Lawrence went crazy. (laughs) Uh, true story. Um, so yeah, that's good. That's good with, uh, I, I'm, I tend to like, um, food, like food's my issue. Like I'll just, just, I'm, I'm talking about this because like recently I've just been like eating too much. Hmm. I eat pretty good, uh, usually. And I was really dialed in for a while, but then now I've just been overdoing it. Like on my portions, just like going crazy. And then just like eat. And like I'll eat, um, beyond being full. Yeah. So like I'm full and then I'll just like keep eating, you know? Well, one, I'm five feet tall, so I have no place to hide it and I don't have boy metabolism. So the, like you hold a cheeseburger and I'll go up a pound. Right. Cause you're holding it. Um, but I noticed, <laughs> I noticed that like having one cheat meal a week and we went up to two cheat meals recently. So I was doing like one out and one at home uh-huh. and that helped because I realized that when I knew I only had one cheat meal, even though I had never had like binge tendencies, I started developing them because I was like, 
go hard. You got two hours. And I was like, so full and still just cramming it in. Right. And I was like, this is not a thing I want to start. Yeah. 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 Um, But I definitely noticed that happening. I was like, oh, I could definitely see how, especially in fitness, you know, when you're so structured and you give yourself that one little window to like go wild you can wreck yourself. Yeah. And, and wreck your relationship with food. Yeah. Yeah. To where it's, then you're like craving that cheat meal and then you start like hacking your system a little bit and like adding it in when it shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm, And then that's mm -hmm. how you tend to eat. Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's probably what I'm dealing with. Bread and sugar. That is like, that will kill me. So like, I don't care about chips. I don't really care about candy, but like if you have like a chocolate croissant, or if oh, you have like, like some baked sort of, goods. Oh my gosh. That's like, that's painful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're delicious. Or like sugar drinks. Cause I'm not like a black coffee drinker. Oh, man. So I can accidentally get it in like a latte. That's like, you know, two ounces of latte and then six packets of raw sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a straight up black coffee guy, but every once in a while you just walk into a coffee bean or something. You're just like, Damn, that looks good. Whatever that special <laughs> drink is. <laughs> the milkshake? Yeah, basically. the milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. Every time they'll get me. They're like not every time, but the whipped no. ones, the ones that are like whipped up and oh, shit. Yeah. That like that that was a big epidemic for a while. Like people didn't know. They thought they were just getting coffee and they're getting these four thousand calorie drinks that have like sixty grams of sugar. Yeah. yeah. And like we're like, what the fuck? What, what what am I doing that's different? In like a venti size, it's like yeah. that's your meals past the day. Right. That's that shit like Andre the Giant couldn't even drink that back in the day. Yeah. I used to work at Disney World and I worked in an ice cream shop and there were candy, candy was for sale in there as well. Uh, but parents would come in with their kids and their kids would always want like these giant pixie sticks and their parents were like, no, that is just sugar, Tyler. And <laughs> Tyler again, <laughs> Tyler, man. that same kid's just in trouble. He can't it, read because he's just dosing it, on sugar. Yeah. He's kind of a piece of shit, but it yeah. could be his parents' fault. Yeah. yeah. Sounds well, like it. And you, yeah, you'll hear this next part. You'll know that it is. Here we so go. his parents would be like, no, no rocket fuel, but they'd be like, we can get a milkshake. And I'm <sighs> like, I'm scooping it. I know what it's like six scoops of vanilla ice cream. And then they're like, we're going to do black and white. So it's like chocolate syrups in there. Can you throw in sprinkles? I'm like, you have just your kid. This is his body weight in ice yeah. cream, yeah. but it's like a different thing in their brain. Cause that's like milk. And this is like straight right. up colored sugar. Yeah. I'm like, it's the same. Same shit. Yeah. What, um, how was Disney? How was working at Disney World? It was a nightmare. You I hated, hated it. <laughs> it was, I hated it. In Orlando? Yeah, I worked in Orlando. Um, was this like high school? This is in college. College. Yeah, I went to hospitality school, so we oh, had to do wow. an internship, and I did mine at Disney. What, and you, is that was like to work at a hotel or something, or yeah. like hotel management? Mm-hmm. Um, what? So what was what was your beef with Disney? Oh my gosh, I love attending Disney, and they have great like customer service principles, but everything on the back end of it was just a nightmare sweatshop. Oh, no. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. What they did with those college kids was every kid who signs up for that college program, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> just move to Orlando and live in a shanty and work at, if that's what you want to do, like do that. It just live was in a like, shanty. <laughs> like, just don't work at, don't do the college program. If you take anything from this fitness program, it just was yeah, like, but shanty up. Yeah. Shanty <laughs> get up. That get shanty. to Florida. Yeah. Um, it just was like, Disney was one of the first people who did uh, full benefits for part-time work, which okay. is great. 
that is great. But a lot of the people that I was encountering were people who were really only there for the benefits and were just the most miserable humans uh. to work with and to be there. And I wasn't like a face character. Those people seem to have like nice, happy lives. <laughs> really? But, yeah. But I worked in like merchandising and food and that was just like a terrible racket. It was like, you didn't always, there were like all these double standards of like, give these people whatever they want, but also you're very held accountable for the things that you do and how you perform. Uh, And so it was like every person, it's also like a bajillion people work there. So it's like the structures that they have to like keep you in line also get you in trouble if you try and like sometimes live up to their standards of like making a magical moment for someone. Oh, right. So Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what a tease. Wow. Yeah, don't work little, at Disney world. A little peek into the magic kingdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of Walt? Did you ever interface with you him? You guys hung out, right? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. there's like eight pictures of eight yeah. pictures of you and Walt just kind of, um, I inspired the mouse. Yeah. It's the original it, mini. <laughs> it was me. You, you saw Mickey and you went this, this motherfucker needs somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs a partner. He needs a helpmate and it's going to be me in a polka dot dress. Yeah. Um, I like Mickey. I don't feel like I see the classic characters enough. Yeah. Like I like all the new shows, but I like seeing some old, like I remember like Donald cartoons and like Mickey cartoons. I found some old ones for my kids and they're pretty great. Yeah. I want to see a real interaction between Pluto and, and, uh, Goofy and Goofy. Mm. Cause that's like planet of the apes shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Isn't it? It's like. One of them has the serum in them, and the yeah. other one who not, owns not, who? Not not that good of serum, but like still enough where you know. He's I mean, got pants. Yeah. To be honest, Pluto, I think Pluto's smarter. Yeah, than Goofy. He, I don't know. Yeah, he is smarter. Yeah, but he just hasn't like Goofy at some point. Like Caesar and Planet of the Apes is like, yeah, yeah. names Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the big yeah. climax of Caesar. Koba, Goofy. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. And uh, and then, you know, behind closed doors, I'm sure Goofy's like, hey, man, I love Mickey. He's my boy, but, like, you shouldn't be doing all this shit for him. <laughs> You're getting played, man. You're getting played, You're getting bro. Played. We're the same. We're the same. Yeah. You could have a car. You could go on ski trips. Yeah. You could yes. have a couple of kids. Your like, son, Max, could be skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. Be running this town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead, he's like stuck. Uh, Goofy ended up with a cool kid, though, right? Max yeah, is cool. Max is cool. Yeah, Max yeah. is way cool. He's cool. singing. Yeah. He's like one of those original like cartoon heartthrobs where you're like, am I in love with a cartoon dog right now? <laughs> he was is cute. Is that my standard? He was <laughs> cute. Yeah. Uh, so a couple more thoughts on Goofy. No, I'm just kidding. No, let's do this. <laughs> Take it from the top. Whoa. Did you hear that? We didn't hear it. Watch Give this. us another one. <gasps> Did you hear that? Snappy. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a doubled up um, a sound effect for our five-star motivational marker. Uh, we're about 45 minutes I, mouth, I mouthed it when you said that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being there supportively yeah. uh, without sound. Yep, you got it. Um, uh, but uh, at this point, we just like to... Uh, motivate some people who have motivated us, uh, motivated us and yeah. kept us um, 
feeling good about our podcast because you have rated and reviewed us on iTunes. Five stars. Yeah, we're asking people to rate us and review us five stars on iTunes. And in turn, we will find their review and give them a custom piece of motivation by shouting out their iTunes handle. Yeah. That's so nice. It's interactive. It's fun. It the is kids fun. love it. It exposes us as being bad writers. Yes. Yes. Um, so you're, don't worry. There's no pressure on giving good motivation because ours is oftentimes we sell it on charm. People yes. like us somewhat at this point. I think so. Yeah. At um, some point. Yeah. But we, uh, we like people to exercise during the podcast yeah. while they're listening. It's not a mandate. No. I mean, you could be driving in your car. You could be, um, you could be going for a walk. You could be walking your dog. You could be going for a jog. You could be at the gym doing squats. Yeah. You could be shooting heroin in a flop house. Yeah. Even if you're, you're doing outside that. Outside of Walt Disney World, Florida. Yeah. 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 You could be in Walt Disney World. You could be working in an ice cream shop and watching <laughs> Tyler Eat an absorbent amount of ice cream. Yeah, you're fucking miserable as shit because you got some asshole that doesn't want to be there. He just needs the benefits. Yeah. And you want to do something special for Tyler, but you get fucking busted if you give him too much free shit. Exactly. Yeah, and your right arm is markedly stronger than you left now from scooping. Right. There you go. Yeah, so you got that scoop arm syndrome. Yeah, some kid got eaten by an alligator. It's a you whole deal. You know what I mean? Deal. Like just snatched from behind. <laughs> All of this is true. All this is true. And all of this could be happening while you're listening to the dumbbells. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Even with your alligator. Maybe maybe pay attention to your son. <laughs> if you were listening to the dumbbells and your fucking kid got snatched by some alligator. This isn't in reference to anything that happened specifically. No. This is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. If you're ignoring your kids near alligators and listening to the show. You know one, you, thank you for listening. Yeah. But two, Secondly, what are you doing treating a swamp like a beach? <laughs> Um, yeah, know if you might be near alligators at all time. And in Florida, always near alligators. There you yeah, go. Always. See? You see them, some bitches on the golf course and stuff. Yeah. They're big guys. They're in your pool. In the pool. Unbelievable. But, but yes, if you're into it, if you are exercising, awesome. If you're not, here's a gentle nudge. Gentle nudge. We're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> saying it's, ma- it's a mandate. Not a mandate. Um, here we go. Who, who wants to start? I'll start. You got it, start. Creative fitness, stay creative with that KR. That's good. The KR was, um, yeah, see, that's uppercase. They spelt creative with a K R E A T I V E. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. So staying creative. um, Anyways, why don't you do one, Stangs? Okay. Senior Hannah. Yeah, we have seen her, and she is working out. She ain't going to quit. Hannah ain't going to quit. Nice. I like that one. Yeah. See, I didn't have anything smart to say, yeah. so I just sold it with energy. I'm and, ready. and mine, I sold on capital letters. Yeah. So You yours, went to Kumon. Yeah, this is yeah. a minute to tell you. Come on, if you haven't man. tried Kumon. Yeah. Come on, man. Read it better is what they're telling me. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, George Glass. You're on the treadmill and you hate the treadmill, but you have to do it because your trainer gave you a treadmill workout. She said you have to run 7.5 for 30 seconds and you're at 23 and you're listening to this podcast and you want to stop, but don't stop. Even though your head hurts and you might fall off the back, keep going. That was 30 seconds. Now you can stop the treadmill and get off. Whoa. That's great. That is, that was based on reality. I think book club teaching material. Yes. Personal experience mm-hmm. you pulled in there. Yeah. Um, and then I like that you you talked to him 
like you're talking, like you're your boss talking to yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, if you're on a treadmill right now listening to this, um, hashtag it pick uh, uh, picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. Take a picture. And Take then a picture. Ha- and then hashtag it picks or it didn't happen because we don't see pics. We don't believe it. Yeah. But we'd love to know what you guys are up to and then we'll retweet it with the hashtag pick proof. I think Cricket herself actually um, Instagram uh, her shout, feet shouted out to us her feet while she was listening to it while she was going for a drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, weird because uh, you usually need to put that foot on the gas, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're going to hold it up, uh, uh, so be it. Hey, well, everybody drives different. Uh, yeah. The wiki feet people went crazy. Yeah. That's the weird weirdos on the internet that just try to find people's feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a challenge going on right now. We do. Uh, it's called our new you summer challenge. We asked people for the eight remaining weeks of summer, to try something new every, every week. week. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so this came about from people getting burned out on exercise or maybe not finding something that they like. Maybe they haven't found their Go Tribe yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't found their church where they can go and really enjoy what they're doing. Um, so we've had different people come on that have like gotten into swimming and all these kinds of different things. So in an effort to motivate our listeners to do that, we're asking them to try something new every week and then take a picture of it and post it to social media and prove to us that they are adhering to the challenge. Yeah. And if they do, the winner will, um, get some, uh, dumbbells, uh, we'll get a dumbbell sweatshirt. Yeah. Get some merchandise. Some dumbbells, merchandise. hot merch. Some yeah. of that hot merch. So just to give you guys uh, a heads up, um, Sarah G, that's Sarah P's on Twitter uh, in the running. Wow. Steven Perlstein doing really good. Fellow podcaster Steven Perlstein is constantly, he may be in the lead right now. He but may this, be. We don't want, he's a podcaster. So he has his own merch. He has his own. We want, we want somebody that's, uh, just a listener. You also don't like him personally. I love him. You hate him. You hate Casey Fay. <laughs> I, I hate Casey Fay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate. It's weird. He like. Casey Fay is not a nice person. Um, Casey Fay is not a lovely person wow. that everybody hey. likes. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no, I love Casey. Um, and then uh, one other person I wanted to shout out. Uh, where are you? Andy Hester. Okay. Andy Hester also doing a really good job. She decided to go to Go Tribe because of Aaron's episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's. I think I saw her. Yeah. She's really funny. Yeah. Going to Go Tribe, trying a bunch of new things. So I'd say those three people and then a couple of other stragglers. Uh, So keep it up, guys. Winner gets a sweatshirt. Very cool. New You Summer Challenge. I think uh, April's still in the running in there too, right? She sent a couple of. um, Yes. Emails and stuff. Oh, yeah. The emails. Yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah. So, yeah, email. Yeah. Some people don't want to blow up their social media followers with uh, pictures of them doing shit. So, you can send Which us I to our, yeah. yeah. Send it to our email. And you also, should show everyone. If you can do a handstand push up, everyone should know. If you can swim somewhere, everyone should know. If you are learning how to jump off things, everyone should know. Hey, that's a good thing. Like, because people do get a little bit self conscious or, you know, um, because there's people who do it to an insane amount. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But then people, if they're progressing anything, are just a little bit worried to like, you know, social media, like show that they've accomplished something. And uh, and I say like, that's what social media is for, is to like kind of give a timeline to your life. Yeah. I think if you're proud of it and you want to share it with people, put it out there. Yeah. You have the impulse to do it. And it's not... So highlighting and celebrating an accomplishment is not 
taking a picture of like your butt in the mirror or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, unless, unless you just did a bunch of stairs that day right. and you're like, my butt is shaking. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get a like from me. You take a butt shot, you're going to get a like from yeah. me. That's just the kind of guy I am. And if you're a little bit worried about posting stuff, um, fitness wise, uh, blame it on us. Put picture didn't happen hashtagged on a picture and say that we made you do it or yeah. that you're, you know, so then if somebody asked you like, why'd you do that? Just you're say like, first of all, stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a Caesar. jerk. What are you doing? Copa. <laughs> like, okay, leave me alone, Goofy. <laughs> and then, uh, and then don't worry about it. It's a dog. Yeah. It's a dog on two feet. Uh, you know, about to fall down a huge ravine yeah. uh, and has an oop sign. <laughs> so, yeah, like, snow skis. Yeah, no, he's got skis on. His yeah, legs once, are all twisted up. Uh, constantly falling down ravines. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, blame it on us. Just say these couple of scumbags I listen to are yeah. forcing force me to do this, and you know, I feel bad for them. So yeah, I'm I feel of... bad for them and their podcast. <laughs> so, I'm posting something to give them some love. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, so how do you feel? So you're, you're an exercise person now. How has it changed your identity? How is it, how does it affect your comedy? What do you, what do you think? Do you feel like you've lost any of your essence or do you feel like it's improved who you are? I think if anything, it has, it's annoying. It's like, it's only made me more effective in everything else that I do. Yeah. And I have found that if I'm struggling with something in the gym, it is, it's never that I never am like crying because I can't do a box jump. It's like, I, that is indicative of something else that's happening. That's always like a symptom. And so, um, so it's like, so what I've found is that everything takes time. Everything, everything is a slow process. Um, you know, and then there's some things that I'm just, like I can do an exceptional amount of sit-ups, but doing some of these other things, like it's just harder. I don't know that I'll ever do two boxes stacked, stacked on top of each other and do a box jump on them, even though there are other short people who do it, but I just can't. And so at this stage in the game. So what I'm finding is that in the other areas of my life, celebrate the things that are exceptional for you right now, that you are doing well. And it's like, you kind of have to let go of the things that you either can't do or don't even really have an interest in doing. I, I started out not the fastest runner and it was like really discouraging for me. And then I worked on it and then magically all of a sudden after like a year and a half, it is like slowly gotten better. And so, yeah, there's no, there's also no timeline. It's not like, yeah, that's, it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. You try for a month and then you're better. It's like it was a year and a half before I really felt like I saw like an athletic improvement in how fast I was running. And even that, it's like I'm still not the fastest runner. Right. Um, but it was like every time I went out to not get discouraged, I had to be like, okay, I'm not worried about being the first person in. I'm just worried about not walking before I get to this point or not stopping before I get to that point. And, and so it was so incremental. And so I see that translate in all the areas of my life as yeah. far as like you – you see the whole picture. You can beat yourself up all day about where you should be or what you should be doing. But if you're like, all we're doing right now is worried about this one tiny change and it's going to impact so much more if we can just focus in, you know, if you can work on your dumbbell snatch form at 20 pounds, then it makes it so much easier to lift at 45. And so just worrying about that, not worrying about like, well, I suck and I'll never do it on Olympic scale. It's like, right. who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at the small goals rather than like the, you know, yeah. overall, like, you know, 
Mr. Olympia type stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's something we lose. We, we have that in us as kids. <clears throat> You'll see it as Quincy gets older. No. <laughs> the guy's going to be the best at everything. Quincy's a forever baby. He's never yeah, going yeah. up. Forever baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some other person with a kid would see it like your kid is learning to walk and then he'll fall on his ass and it's fine. He doesn't give a fucking shit. He just keeps standing up and then eventually like he does it. Yeah. Kids have no problems being beginners at things or yeah. being not good at them. They just keep going and going and going till they learn. And nobody cares. Nobody like looks like, oh, look at that baby keeps falling down. Yeah. He I do sucks. That. Yeah. I and do that to get, my nieces and nephews. They'll get frustrated yeah. and sad because they're not doing what they want to do. But then, you know, they'll get up and they'll try it again. Yeah. And it might not be today. But they'll get up and try to get sure. Yeah. And something we lose as we get older because it's like, oh, I'm just I'm not gonna put myself through that anymore, is that we remove that part of ourselves that's okay with learning, with not being good at something, with being a beginner, and we just will never do that stuff. Yeah. And then it could be the most important thing in your life that you ever try. Yeah. And like on a on a micro level, you can experience that every day in the gym, like you were talking mm-hmm. about. I can't do this, I'm not good at it, I'll never get good at it. A year and a half passes, and somehow you're good at it, and you've improved, and that's huge. Yeah. So I, man, you know, I've, I've learned so much in the last like month of just how my body works and how like I overcompensated with my other leg and all this stuff. Like just doing physical therapy and working out uh, with the trainer, it's just been like really, you know. And she'd be like, "Okay, just do it like this." I'm like, "I've never done it like that." Yeah. And then I'd try it, and I'd be like this is impossible to me right now. And it's like, you're slowly going like slowly stepping up onto a box yeah, and slowly stepping down, like just watching in the mirror, how much I overcompensate with my on knees hip, yeah. oh, on my hips or like balance wise. And I'm just like, Oh, this is not even the bad leg. Yeah. This is the thing that I've been using too much. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like you're a chimpanzee and it's like, Shit, I can talk. Like I can ride a horse. Yeah, yeah. I can I, throw a full blown a full blown spear. I can't entire I can, spear. I understand how electricity works. I get it. I understand that maybe a gorilla will betray me, <laughs> and maybe be closer to Woody Harrelson than me. But I can run an army of talking chimps for sure. And I do miss Jonathan Lithgow who had Alzheimer's yeah, and that. Yeah. I know? was just trying to protect and that's what started this whole thing. And, hey, it's my family. Right. Uh, yeah. Ultimately I love that attic. Yeah. And <laughs> um, what happened to James Franco? Yeah. Well, I mean, Franco took a break. He had, he had other things <laughs> He's to doing do. spring breakers. Yeah. Yeah. He's busy. Ultimately, sometimes you go into the gym and you expect you're starting at zero. And a lot of times you're starting at like negative 10. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you're like, frustrated that you're not at 10 and you're like, well, you didn't start out at zero trying to get to 10. You were digging yourself out of a bad hip hole or you were digging yourself. Like I had injuries on my left side that I now have realized that I compensate with my right leg to not have to use my left leg. And you're like, I'm using my left leg. Clearly I'm standing up. I'm not, I'm not a unicycle, but you aren't using it. You know? Oh man. Yeah. There have been times where like the trainer's just like, all right, so activate that. I'm like, it's not activated. <laughs> Do you like, see not my at leg? All. She's like, no, no, no. You're, you're it's all on that other side. I'm like, wait, no, no. <laughs> Everything is activated right now, and it's just like my mind couldn't get around it. It was insane. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> Enough about me. Enough about me. Yeah. If, um, but yeah, go ahead. 
uh, I think being a girl and being a comedian also. Yes. Um, you don't always. I'm not saying yes. Like yeah, yeah. We're yeah, the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you understand. Yeah. Uh, being a lady and being a comedian, you there are a lot of things that you don't prioritize as far as like what you should consider important. Okay. Um, I know as a comedian, it's like you don't have to look good in a bathing suit. Right. And then as a lady, a lot of times you're like, I don't have to like lift 50 pounds or I, you know, there are all these things that your brain goes, don't worry about that. You don't have to do that. Right. Um, but doesn't mean you shouldn't. And so it has been fun. Like I was working out with, I'll shout her out. I was working out with Marissa Strickland, who yeah. is another fellow brilliant comedian and goes to go tribe. And, um, and for so much of it, like I know she has had like shoulder pains just from like previous things and foot injuries. And I remember one time we were doing sprints and she just was like, she spent so many weeks where she was just like seriously committed to rolling out and like rolling out muscles and stretching. And she does such a better job of that than me. And we did sprints and everyone hates sprints because it's the end of the workout and you're like running. And we were coming back in. And I remember offhandedly she went, oh, I felt so strong. And I was like, it's so important. Yeah. And we don't always think like, you don't have to feel strong because you don't need, like, you're not in a place where you're starting a monkey army. So yeah. you don't need to be strong like that anymore. But it's like, there's something that's so valuable as far as like your physicality, but also your mentality of like, you are strong. Yeah. Like if you needed to sprint, you could. If you needed to lift this weight, you could. And you may never have to, and hopefully you don't have to. But there's something nice about being like, I am strong, I am capable, I can do this thing that empowers so, as goofy as that is, empowers so much else in your life yes. to be like, somebody tells you no, and you're like, okay, well, I will do it anyway, because yeah. I can. Yeah, and it's not goofy, it's Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> which is a compliment. Man, yeah, which is a compliment. That's some chicken yeah. soup for the soul right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Teach, teach that. Fall into no fucking ravine with that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Kumon, man. Um, but yeah. It also, is. if you guys are using Kumon, be sure to use the dumbbells promo code. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler. Tyler 20 for 20% off. Yeah. Right. Uh, please, guys. It does please. help us out. And you get a little, you get a little bit too. You know, you trust, get a little bit of money trust off. Trust us. Trust us. Yeah. You'll get a little bit of money off. Um, but yes, that mentality and and also feeling strong or saying it even off offhandedly to a friend. Like, I bet you that day for her was great. Yeah. All the way through because you started it feeling strong and then you approached the day differently. Yeah. Um, which is why exercise in a way is just like helping with everything, even if you don't realize it. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's an like a metaphor like a living metaphor all the time, yeah. like an allegory for like, uh, I I really can apply this to everything. Yeah. You learn a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And she is strong. She's like, you know, she's a tiny girl, but it's like she knows that she's strong and the difference that she will live out in her life because in her brain she's convinced of her strength. Yes. It's like, well, watch out, world. Marissa Strickland's coming. Very cool. So kick your butt. Shout out to Melissa, uh, Marissa Strickland. Yeah, she's amazing. Shout um, out. Yeah. Not to Casey Faye. No, Casey Faye. <laughs> Good work luck, Work on something, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, according to Stanger, I love you. Yeah. Stanger's got an <laughs> issue. Just me. Yeah. Talk <laughs> just it out. Just me. Try to, try to talk it out with him. Before, I'm not going to listen to anything. Before he's... Stanger pushes you, try to say something. <laughs> mm. um, but why don't we help somebody uh, from our um, emails uh, in our weighing in? Yeah, that's, um, you know, if uh, you want to reach us over email, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. 
Do you like fish? Hate it. <laughs> I the, hate seafood. Oh, that's, <laughs> what about the band fish? That's who was just playing. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know what? That seems nice. That was fine. Better than the actual food. <laughs> I like the actual food. I don't like the band. Do you I've like, the, do you like the ice cream? Fish food? <laughs> From uh, Ben, ben and Jerry's? Jerry's? Yeah. Probably. Probably. You never had it? Never had it. Have you had it? I've had it, yeah. Good? Yeah. I, I like the band more than I like that ice cream. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, not into seafood at all. Yeah. yeah Nothing? No. Never. Oh, I do like, uh, I like scallops. I oh, like yeah. Yeah. Eugene, do you like seafood? Scalloped potatoes or just scallops? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, sign yeah. me up for both. Yeah, sign me up for that meal. <laughs> yeah. Can I get the scallop scallops, please? <laughs> scallops and scallops? Scallops yeah. and scallops. Uh, do I like seafood? Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eat it up. Okay, so this one's involved, but um, it'll be good. It'll be good, especially considering what we all talked about Any today. Any accent on this one or no? No, nothing on this one. Okay. We'll do one in soon. Okay. Uh, hi, Eugene and Ryan. My hi. name is Ellen, and I've been listening since Kevin recommended the dumbbells on Gilmore Guys. It was Ooh. love at first listen. That's nice. That's very nice. I was hoping I could get some Thank advi- you, Kevin. Um, yeah, thank you, Kevin. I was hoping I could get some advice from you guys, um, but if I end up writing a novella, yikes, I did. Please don't feel like you have to respond or read on air. Okay, here we go. All right. Well, but we're this is reading good. it, so it's okay. This is good, though. I like her journey here. Um, my fitness journey has had a lot of ups and downs. My senior year of high school, I lost 30 pounds from running about three miles, six days a week and eating a very low calorie diet. I've always been a little bit on the thick side. So that got me down to a thin, but a very healthy weight in college. I pretty much lost and gained back 15 or 20 pounds regularly, depending on how I was feeling about myself until about a year and a half ago, I hurt my knee pretty bad on a run. I'm pretty stubborn stubborn, and never went to the doctor for it. And eventually it healed for the most part, although running was a non-option for a while, which was crushing because I love running so, so much. This year, um, I got out of a long-term toxic relationship and started my master's, and I've been feeling really empowered to do a lot of things that I've held myself back from, including a half marathon. After listening to Kevin's episode and Chris Kula's episode, I signed up for the Run Disney Star Wars The Dark Side Half Marathon at Walt Disney World. Uh, Crazy, right? Is this a flawless email or what? Yeah, next April. I've started training a teensy bit, and my short runs are about two miles. Longer runs are four miles at the moment. My first question is, do you have suggestions for rebuilding uh, specifically knee strength? The runs are kind of tough already currently because I live in Alabama, and it's pretty hot outside during the summer down here. But uh, while my knee is very much improved, there's still some pain there. Secondly, I've been trying to work on my diet. Shopping the perimeter is new for me, and I've made a lot of improvements. About four days a week, I eat pretty healthy. I eat almost no red meat, very little fast food, alcohol rarely, and I've cut my diet Coke intake and mostly drink LaCroix if I'm having something carbonated. It's the other three days that are a problem. I convince myself weekly that I have self-control and can eat something sweet after dinner. Then I turn into a garbage monster and proceed to eat so incredibly badly for the next couple of days until I feel horrible that the cycle, uh, until I feel so horrible that the cycle starts again. Do you have any suggestions to get to a mental place where I can be honest with myself that I actually can't handle the indulgence without turning into a crazy person? It's like my brain wants to talk my body, wants to talk to my body with uh, subtlety uh, when I should go ahead and just be an asshole. Um, 
pretty much a needing advice because all my problems come down to the fact that I tend to have an all or nothing personality and easing myself into stuff is ridiculously difficult. If you guys uh, got all the way through this, thank you so, so much. I love you too. May the force be with you. (laughs) Oh, and War Eagle, Ellen Cates, Auburn University. Very cool. Uh, That's great. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And very cool, very relatable stuff and glad to hear about getting your master's and being empowered and starting Mm -hmm. to exercise. Great journey, great place to start from. Okay, so um, where should we start? Should we start with the knee thing first? I, yeah, I think we should start with the You got some experience about Eugene. Uh, uh, I think you're focused. Unfortunately, you haven't been to a doctor. I think you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. I think you need to get it checked out before you injure it any further by doing longer runs. Because a half marathon, you know, you're, you're talking about um, quite a bit of mileage there. Um, and you don't want to damage this anymore where then after this goal that you hit, which I'm sure even if you don't go to the doctor, you will run that half marathon, but you might be in more pain or be backwards in your, uh, in your work, uh, after that half marathon. So try to hit the doctor so that maybe you can get into some kind of physical therapy. A lot of the issues that you'd have with your knee is due to your other muscles, not firing correctly or using the wrong muscles, um, to, to run or, um, do various exercises. So you want to make sure that you are, um, protecting that knee as, as long and as much as possible. So you might need to check, uh, out with a professional for that. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I haven't had too much knee issue. Mm -hmm. I've started to have it more recently and I'm realizing that like my after workout is just as imperative as my, or even like my pre-workout. Yes. And so I've had to be so much more diligent with rolling it out and I'm Stretching. still terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I've never had knee issues and now with the amount that I'm doing, I'm having it. And yeah. so it's like, we have lacrosse balls everywhere in our house. So it's like, even if you're working on your computer, we're laying on the floor, rolling muscles out and it feels silly and it feels like, ugh. You know, 15 minutes doesn't matter, but it has made a tremendous difference to not like injuring things further for me. Sure. Yeah, I think that's huge. Just know you, I, I understand your angle. Like you probably don't want to get surgery. There may be something non-invasive that they can do, yeah. but you won't know what's causing that knee pain until you go in and get to the bottom of it. Right. And then you'll get something that you can do because you, you've said like you, how much you love running and how important it is to you. Don't rob yourself of that. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you, she talked about Yoda don't try to go to the doctor. Do or do not. There is no try. Hmm? Very cool. Yeah. Who's that, Goofy? That was Yoda, dude. Oh, oh, oh. You, Come you on. called it, yeah. Yeah, it was Yoda. Got it. How dare you? No, 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 good job. That's a famous Yoda quote. You didn't pick up that that was Yoda? Uh, I feel like his parents are Miss Piggy and Kermit, and I feel like that's, that's a fanfic theory that I came up with. That's You're so right. It's the same guy year. doing the voices. Yeah. No. Frank Oz. Oh, no, it's Frank Oz did Piggy. Some other weirdo that just fired did Kermit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some other weirdo. <laughs> that guy got fired, dude. He did. R.I.P. Uh, did it used to scare you guys when Yoda went like dark in Empire Strikes Back when uh, Luke was like, but Master Yoda, I'm not afraid. And then like it does like a zoom in on Yoda's face and he's like, oh, you will be. You will be. Yeah. Like his teeth look sharper or something. I mean, anytime they do a close up on a puppet, <laughs> things get creepy. <laughs> you will be. As though we're going to see more in his eyes. 
<laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? He looked into my eyes I and don't I fucking know. felt it. I don't know. Okay, so second. More possible with CGI nowadays, but come on. <laughs> I, l- I like the puppet better. Um, so so then we got the second part where it's food, where she's okay. good four days a week, yes. and then something's triggering her. She can't. She can't turn it off. Once her it trigger is a her relationship with food. Yeah, unfortunately, I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, mm. I think ultimately, what it is is even though this all or nothing mentality is also how she's looking at food. She's looking at those cheat days or um, or or those meals as better than her eating healthy, That's rather it. than her seeing that her healthy eating is better for her and just as good taste-wise to her um, unhealthy eating. She's and just like she's putting up with that shit to make it to the junky meal, yes. and that's where she's really living. Right, right. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, that shit, like... Yeah, then you just relegated that to shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Never your mind on where you were. Hmm? What you were <laughs> oh, doing. God. Always looking to the future. <laughs> Never your mind on where you were. Okay. (laughs) Melissa, uh, in your voice, please. (laughs) If you have one, go ahead. Um, A thing that was helpful for me, and again, we talked about like not binging, not creating binge tendencies. So like if it means breaking it up into two cheat meals... Uh, and, and I stopped using cheat days cause I think a lot of times we think cheat days and it's like cheat day, get that out of your brain. Yeah. Like give yourself a time frame. Like for Aaron, she does four hours. She's like from this time to this time can, things can happen in that window. But after that, it's got to go out of our house. It's got to be in the trash can. Like you have to be serious. Um, but a thing that has been helpful for me is even planning out what those cheats are. Because if you really have to think about what you want, like, I don't want Chick-fil-A because I can get Chick-fil-A anytime. And if I'm going to end up with Chick-fil-A, I'm going to be mad. Like, I want lasagna. I want, like, I want cake. Like, yeah. what What are you really, really hungry for? If you live in Alabama, it's like, do you want, like, what do you want there? Are you wanting biscuits and things like that? Like, think about what you actually want versus, like, this is my time to go crazy. So I'm going to go crazy. And then you can't turn off the crazy. Right. This is your time to have a thing that is not in your standard meal plan. So what is it? Do you want cheesecake? Because then get cheesecake. Don't have bags of candy and then you feel unsatisfied because you still didn't have cheesecake. Right. Enjoy the thing that you are craving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when people come by with the stuff that isn't the cheesecake, then you're like, okay, that's not what I'm here for. I'm waiting for the cheesecake. Right. Think about it as like bigger and better. You know, do you, you can have this right now. You can have this thing, this Snickers bar out of 7-Eleven. Or if you really, really think about it and plan it, like, go have whatever the crazy thing is that you want and like go hard and then stop. Right. So you stay focused with the workouts. So stay focused with your nutrition Yeah. the same way. And, and make sure you're eating enough to yes. where you're, to where you're full so mm-hmm. that you're not, you're not so restricted that when not only when you are loosening up on what you're allowing yourself to eat, you're also making up for being calorie deprived, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you're eating enough. Yeah. So if like, if you're fed and satiated and then it comes time to have a little dessert that you kind of are letting yourself have that day, um, it's not like you're already, you know, 4,000 calories negative, you know, so right. that you have to like go crazy and pig out. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like the all or nothing mentality, um, 
that's a tough one. Yeah. It's, I think, I think you have to be okay with doing a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, I think instead of worrying about the all part, focus in on the nothing part. So when you're not, when you're not dieting and you're not exercising, you're, you're doing nothing. That's where you need to challenge yourself to, even if it's just walking 20 minutes that day, right? Do the walk. And if that's all you do for a month, that's fine. And that ha- you have to be okay with that. We know that you can like dial it up and get ready for the 5k, but I think those moments where you really, where people that are all or nothing, I'm like that too, where we really struggle is when it's like nothing's happening and then you get stuck in that for a long time and you have to just get okay with doing a little tiny bit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, Why don't we, uh, that's, if you have a longer form question, uh, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. If you have a shorter form question, you can reach us um, on other social media like Twitter, Facebook, um, or Instagram. Uh, and that kind of question we'll answer in our superset. Super, super, super set. Super set question. This is coming to us from Twitter. Um, Dylan Paris, who's at pop pop underscore Paris. <laughs> I like that. Uh any tips or recs for someone very inflexible and hates stretching? What do you do and at what point in a lifting, uh, in a lifting workout? What do you do and at what point in a lifting workout? This is another one that's kind of pertinent to this episode because yeah. you were talking about your pre-workout, how important that is, as well as your post-workout. You got to be disciplined. You, if you're not flexible, you need to get flexible. And so, mean, so you need to stretch. You need to leave time as though it's just as important as your lifts that day. Um, and you might, if you're a younger guy, you might not think it's important. But once you get uh, older, you're going to realize that that stretch and that stretching and that flexibility is super important. Also, like, to be better at lifting, you need to be flexible. Right. Uh, so you can engage those muscles correctly. I know we were doing a challenge at the gym one time and it was Turkish get-ups and I was like, just do it. Just start like while you're not tired. And I like hadn't warmed up, hadn't stretched anything. And it was like, I maxed out at like barely 30 pounds. I could get it up like on my right hand and on my less dom- dominant side, my left hand was couldn't. couldn't your right side all. is your scooping side. right? Yeah. It's okay. my scooping arm. Yeah. Um, and and I was like so frustrated because I was like 30 pounds, it's nothing. And Cricket was like, you're not warm at all. She was like, you haven't stretched anything. And I was like, do you need to stretch for lifting? Like, why would you need to stretch? And by the end of the class, after warming up, after stretching, after doing everything, it was like an immediate 15 pound jump. I was able to do 45 pound Turkish get-ups by the end. And I was like, oh, you don't realize how much form and how much flexibility goes into being able to bend all the way over to lift the barbell yeah yeah or to squat down and do your like back squats yeah yeah so if you whatever your motivation is optimum aesthetics looking the best or optimum performance if you can take those muscles through the full range of motion they're going to look better and they're going to perform better right a real quick rule of thumb you should do movement based stretch dynamic stretching pre-workout so that's what you're doing before you're not doing a lot of static stretching, holding the stretches for a long time. You're doing like dynamic where you're doing walking lunges or target skips or all that kind of stuff. So you're tra- you're warming up inactivity. And then post-workout, that's where you can start doing uh, your static stretches where you hold the stretch, stretch your hamstring. You're holding it for 60 seconds plus. And you can foam roll before and after a workout. That's safe to do before and after. 
cool. Great. Sounds good. Love it. Yeah. Um, good. So, yeah, if you have questions like that, which is a great question, um, you can reach us at all the social media. Uh, Melissa, is there anything um, that you feel like you want to plug right now? Um, Aaron and I, you guys know Aaron of the Dumbbell Fame, Aaron McGowan. Yeah. Um, so we have a show coming up at Comedy Central on August 16th. Okay. So all the information for that will be on our website, AaronandMelissa.com. It's our show called Getting Sexy that we wrote after going to the gym. And awesome. And changing our bodies and then having people be like, cool songs, but also, can we talk about how little your butts are? And we're like, I guess we have to now. That's funny. That's oh, we got to have you guys both come on to talk about that, yeah, that whole how process. Yeah, how your comedy has changed and stuff, because that was yeah. something that Aaron brought up as well. So it'd right. be great to have you guys yeah. as a duo here. Yeah. So then group text is on iTunes. Everything, like I said, is at Aaron, E-R-I-N, and Melissa.com. So the group text. Oh, right, text the girl way of spelling Aaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the girl way of spelling Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. And then we're, what are we? Well, oh, yeah. New, new, you challenge. Yes. Um, keep at it guys. Mm-hmm. Um, stay into it. Rating review us yep. helps out the podcast and we'll shout you out. We'll have some fun. Right. Where can they get us on Twitter? Uh, you can get us at, uh, the dumbbells for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and you can reach us by email at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Um, also you can, uh, find our merch, uh, off of our Facebook page as well. Yeah. Um, if you just want to buy it or um, if you just think that you're going to win the challenge, then keep on doing the challenge. Keep on doing the challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you to our studio audience. Yeah. Thank you to our studio Quincy audience. Quincy was here for half of it and Yoda yeah. is here for the whole thing, apparently. <laughs> Never your mind on where you were. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I mean, you were doing. Doing the same line He's every time old. is not impressive. I feel like I can do that one good, though. Oh, He's okay. too old okay. to begin the tree. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> So listen, on behalf of myself uh, and Eugene, host of the Dumbbells, our wonderful guest today, Melissa, our studio audience, Quincy, we would like to remind all of you out there listening that no matter what you do to live, thrive, and survive, we love you, and we want to remind you to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. (laughs) You (laughs) ruined the end. Disney did it again. Okay, George Glass, you're on the treadmill and you hate the treadmill, but you have to do it because your trainer gave you a treadmill workout. She said you have to run 7.5 for 30 seconds and you're at 23 and you're listening to this podcast and you want to stop, but don't stop. Even though your head hurts and you might fall off the back, keep going. That was 30 seconds. Now you can stop the treadmill and get off. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>